Greetings fellow adventurers and swashbuckling treasure seekers to Raiders Media. I am your host Aristotle Tagmo. Now put on your fedoras and crack those whips. I got another guest for you guys today on my show. His name is Ed Dollister. He has his own indie th- indie theme podcast called The IndieCast on the Force Cast. Go check that out. It has some great stuff. Along with having his own radio show, he is a huge fan of indie just as much as I am. And that's what's great about the indie community. Everyone is a nerd for this stuff and really appreciates it. Now, all the way from Australia, please welcome Ed Dollister. Welcome, Ed, to the show. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here, and thanks for inviting me on. You're very welcome. Um, so, I don't know how much time you have today, but I'm going to try and use as much of your time as possible. Um, do you want to tell me a little bit of how you got into indie? Sure. Well, um, look, it goes all the way back to 1981, where uh, actually prior to that, being a super Star Wars fan, I saw Star Wars in the cinemas in 77 and fell in love with it. And then a little bit later on, would have been uh, probably early 81 or late 1980, I saw a, a trailer or something on a local TV show about mm-hmm. uh, Indiana Jones, Raiders Lost Ark, and I thought, hang on a second, that's, that's Han Solo. <laughs> so I asked my uh, dad to take me to uh, go see it, and uh, I was absolutely blown away. I was 11 at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw it a bazillion times after that. Nice. Um, there wasn't much uh, merchandise or anything back then, but uh, I got as much as I could yeah. um, around that, that time. And then when Temple of Doom came around, I was, you know, fully hooked. So saw that times in the cinema and uh, Last Crusade fell in love with as well and uh, back in that, that was back in 89 I remember seeing it I think I must have seen it every week for about 10 weeks oh wow um, at cinema every, every weekend I just you know loved it would go back got my parents to drop me off and you know, go see it which was great and then um, uh, I was a member of uh, the Star Wars fan club Skywalking at that time and I said oh well look uh, 1991's coming around it's the 10th anniversary of uh, Raiders, how about we do a, uh, you know, 10th anniversary mm-hmm. dinner? So they decided to do that, which is fantastic. That's cool. Billy Scott, dress up and everything. And, uh, f- you know, fast forward to the lead up to Kingdom of the Crystal Skull in 2000. And uh, it was, you know, probably 2007, I was contemplating this. I used to do a disco radio show and I was looking at doing, hmm. you know, going into podcasting back in mm-hmm. the, this was in the early days when mm-hmm. podcasting wasn't really a, a thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I uh, thought, oh, well, disco music, I love disco, but um, it's too difficult with the rights. Yeah. Obtaining the music rights and everything like that, and too expensive. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a lot of Star Wars podcasts, and I used to listen to the Force cast uh, regularly, and they started talking a bit about India. I thought, hey, Hmm. that's my gig. I should be doing that. (laughs) uh, You know, put in, I suppose, a a demo, and they liked it, and then I did a few on uh, there a few little segments on uh, their show and then um, I broke off and uh, did the IndyCast proper and uh, you know 13 or so years later we're um, still going just in fact I just just recorded yesterday uh, oh nice 200 292 of the uh, regular show oh man and uh, but we're well over yeah we're well over 300 episodes of all the John Williams specials and the like oh yeah so that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's still a great show. I love the IndieCast, man. I, I I didn't discover it till maybe like about probably a year, probably like two, three years ago. I'm like, wow, this is some great yep. stuff because they got some great updates. And oh man, I love I love the show, man. It's, it's a great show. I'm like, where has this been? <laughs> where has this been? Where I, have I not? <laughs> 
I you know I was I was born way after all the indie stuff, unfortunately. But I recently, when I first got into it, I was about maybe mm, probably in middle school, it's like like twelve or thirteen, and I love that stuff to yes. death. I like, originally I already liked like you know all the nineteen thirties and forties stuff already, like history and all that cool stuff. I was already into that, but once I saw indie, I'm like, whoa, what is this? And I check it out. I watched I watched probably all four, probably at least a million times, but you know I. I have a very mixed opinions about Crystal Skull, and then obviously my probably my my absolute favorite, hands down. Everybody would probably already know this is Raiders, hands down. And yes. everyone that I've talked to is Mike that I've had on this show like the past couple couple months. I've already t- either told me Temple of Doom or Raiders, or some say Crystal Skull, and I'm like, oh, Crystal Skull, okay. I wasn't like offended by it. I was just like, okay, that's interesting. And I ask how come, and they're like, oh, because they like like they like the interesting story behind it, but the, other than that, they didn't really like. Uh, some people told me they, they didn't like the effects, or they didn't like the um the C- or I think it was the CGI and some other thing they didn't really like about it, and there was some other things that were just like didn't make any sense or so forth like that. Um, and then now fast forward to now, it's like people are wondering what's going on with the fifth it, with the fifth installment because I'm like I've been putting out updates like crazy and people are still talking about it. And what are your thoughts on that, Ed? Because I know uh, you guys talk about uh, people have been talking about that on the Indicast for a while. What's your um, your whole uh, thought on the whole Indie 5 process, just despite the whole crazy uh, changes with, you know, what uh, I think it was script writers and then just recently Spielberg not being on the project. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I suppose, well, that's the, I mean, look, my, my, my reckoning is that we should have had, and I say that in the latest episode, is that we should have had, uh, this, this, this is the discussion we should have been having maybe five or six years ago because mm. they really should have had already... Um, about um, like uh, they should have had Indy Five and Indy Six already done, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and now would have been the time that maybe Steven Spielberg decides, well, yep, let's, you know, for the final one with Harrison Ford, let's, um, you know, bring in some new blood, yeah, and um, some new energy and everything like that. So, I mean, look, films have troubled histories, you know, even even the perfect film has troubled histories, so they often have different screenwriters and things like that. Yeah. It's always not necessarily a sign that, you know, the film is going to be rubbish by the end. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I always say, I mean, I'm a big fan of Solo, the movie, and that had, um, you know, that changed directors, had multiple, um, you know, goes at the screen, mm-hmm. uh, screen playing, things like that. So, you know, I want them to, obviously, and they want to do the best Indiana Jones film that they possibly can. Right. So, you know, I'm happy for them to take their time with it, but obviously... Um, time is a factor because yes. Harrison Ford while he still looks fantastic and will still be able to pull it off you know yeah. he's, he's not getting any younger and no. <laughs> regardless of that we're going to get a bit of a different indie film mm-hmm. just because of you know his age because yeah. he won't be able to do all those things and we wouldn't expect him to do even after drinking from the Holy Grail like <laughs> still, um, you know he's still pretty uh, pretty human um, yeah so I think I'm not too concerned. I think David Kep, you know, when David Kep was on board originally, um, and uh, you know, look, again, you know, you were saying people, people, some people don't like Crystal Skull. Yeah. Some people like Crystal Skull. Some people love it. I know as a teacher, um, my some of my students really love it because mm. that's their first indie film, and I I get that. Yeah. I absolutely, you know, get that, um, and I. I quite enjoy it. It's it's not the it's not my favourite Indiana mm-hmm. Jones film, but it's still an Indiana Jones film. Yeah, I, I like elements of it, and, and I think um, David Kep, you know, had 
had some, you know, he had a lot of story things to, you know, pull together in there. So, I, you know, overall, you know, I, I, I quite enjoyed it. So, having said that, I think with um, he on uh, Indy 5, when he was writing it, mm-hmm. he did realise that there were, you know, people were not as enamoured by um, Indy 5 as they were with the other movies yeah. and things like that. So, you know, I, I, I don't think he's not going to... Um, not listen to you know those um, complaints or yeah. uh, you know things. Um, of course, then we had another switch over, um, you know, and then it's back to David Kep again. Yep. Um, so I think they're just trying to get the best script that they possibly can. Yeah. So I'm fine. I'm fine with that. As yeah. for um, Steven Spielberg, um, you know. Allegedly, you know, it hasn't been. Um, I was just checking before I went online uh, after speaking to you this morning that yeah. um, you know there's still no confirmation that you know that James Mangold has uh, actually you know signed on yet. It's still in talks and everything. Yeah. Like that. But um, that would that, I think that put everyone in shock because I don't think anyone saw that coming. No. Um, so, I, and I look, I'm all for new um, uh, a new energy and new blood and everything yeah. like that but um i'm still not sure what to think about it look you know spielberg regardless will be an executive producer and look i don't think he'll be as hands-on as he was for poltergeist where uh, pretty much he uh directed you know poltergeist mm-hmm. um and tove hooper was really just i think there as a um as a you know figurehead yeah you know, sort of a name sort of thing um but um i i don't know i've got um, you know two two lines with regards to uh, that because, you know, I, I love Steven Spielberg and Steven Spielberg is, you know, a, a major reason that mm-hmm. the um, indie franchise is such a huge success. Yep. So, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm sort of interested to see what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. But um, I, I'd never thought of James Maingold as a um, as even in the mix, you know, when uh, we've been talking about uh, directors you know, in the past, who would maybe take over? I mean, I always thought Gore Verbinski would be a good choice, mm, or um, yeah. I think Tim Miller, who did uh, Deadpool and the Terminator. Oh um, yeah, reboot, even though that, even though that wasn't financially successful, it was a cracker of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love J.J. Abrams. I think. Oh, that's a great. Great. I love J.J. Abrams. Be, he's great. He'd, he'd still be able to do, you know, if you have that Spielbergian feel while yeah. bringing a bit more energy to it, but. Anyway, that's that's my thoughts. I, I really don't know. It's going to take a little time to process it. And yeah. I suppose we'll just wait and see what happens. But, you know, at the very worst, it's got people talking a lot about Indiana Jones. And yep. it just shows how much love there is for the character. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. I think Disney is, you know, having a look at all that. And they're aware yep. that, um, you know, that they need to get moving on this. Otherwise, um, they'll miss... Miss the opportunity, I think. Yeah, I think I do agree with that, Ed, as well. As I'm just kind of like, what are they going to do at this point? Because they've been pushing the the uh, the release dates back more and more and more. Because it was supposed to be in 2019, but that never happened. Then they pushed it back to 2020. I'm like, no, they pushed it back another year. I'm like, 2021. I'm like, why? I just I wonder to myself sometimes when I read all this stuff, why do they just push it back further and further and further? I know they have other projects, but Star Wars is pretty much over after the Rise of Skywalker. That's over. Star Wars is done. They shouldn't really worry about Star Wars too much unless they're maybe expanding with the Disney parks. You know, with you know the new thing with you know with Rise of the Resistance 
Resistance and, you know, Galaxy's yes. Edge and all that stuff, you know. That, that I can understand, but in general, Star Wars, I've seen it's, it's pretty much done. The whole saga is over after Skywalker. That's done, right? And I just well, think I, that... I, think so until you know until season two of mandalorian and they've got that the high republic thing that's coming oh yeah that's right like, yeah yeah that's you know, right there's a, there's that's a right. few things but i know what you mean that like the for the moment the films really we we thought well once rise of skywalker is done we'll get some indy 5 news and i suppose we did um but it's not exactly the news we we're expecting yeah because um, i was with, you know spielberg's yeah. departure mm-hmm I was kind of shocked because I'm like, "What? Are you serious?" So I didn't know who didn't know who Mangold even was. So I had to look him up. I'm like, "Oh, he did um he did um Ford versus Ferrari. He did um Logan, and they did a bunch of other stuff." I'm like, "Really? This? I don't. I wasn't really sure because I personally don't have any uh, preferences to who directs it. But as long as the script is interesting and it's not like a snooze fest or like I'm falling asleep or I'm like this is really boring because I kind of fear like they're gonna kind of like um. Uh, how do you say it? They're gonna kind of half. I have a feeling that like they're gonna half asset kind of thing and just kind of just throw it out there and hopefully it makes a ton of money. Which hopefully, what's majority of the time I've, I've seen with Disney with Disney films that they've been a lot of money, even though the movies were were like absolutely really bad or just stale or even if they're really good, some of them didn't make as much money as they were um, hoping to. But that's what I kind of fear, and this is just my opinion, I kind of fear that they're going to kind of not really do as good as everyone says, or everyone says, or thinks, and then it turns out, like, oh my god, this movie sucks, or it's like, it's not good, or, or whatever like that. That's what I personally think, and I, what I fear, because of how how uh, progressively slow that this project for Indy 5 has been going, and I personally think that it's going to take a lot longer than they're saying, because it's like, how long is this going to take, and how long are they going to make everybody wait, and is the wait going to be worth it, and a lot of people are just trying to, or, and myself including, are, are wondering how long is, are we going to be, are we going to, is it going to be for this movie to be and take, and long, because I know they still have to do, they have to do a script, and they'll have to do, well, besides scripting, they have to do um, casting, and a bunch of other stuff, and George Lucas not being in there as well, and a bunch of other things, and a bunch of other, probably, uh, financial things that they have to get through, and then on top of that, you know, confirming whether Mangold is going to, um, uh, direct this one is i don't mind it like like you said earlier i don't mind new blood either it's just it'd be interesting to see how they take it and how the script is going to be because i know originally when they when they are still announcing all the news and all that fun stuff they said that it was uh what's his name uh Kostadon's, uh son i think or Kostadon or Kostadon. Yes. yeah Kostadon's son did a script before and about and they released it but they didn't I, I before they approved it i don't think uh they liked what it was cuz it was something about indie and nazi gold or something like that i don't know if you heard about that i don't know if you covered that on the indie cast i, I, do, I think he, he actually he actually i'm pretty 99.9% sure that in a um, tweet he said that it wasn't actually about the um the train with the gold nazi train gold on it so that was just somewhere someone had uh, put that out there. It wasn't exactly that, but I suspect what would happen is they had um, they had uh, kept script, mm-hmm. then they um, Kasdan came on board to give it a pass, and then um, you know kept back on it. So you know mm. I'm sure there's probably elements of that. Yeah. I feel like that we need to, um, regardless um, of that, you know we need to um, just wait and see until we see what you know happens, and hopefully you know again. Hopefully we'll get some more concrete news once we know. Well, yeah, okay, if Mangold's in, um, great. Okay, we just have to, you know move on and let's see what um, 
what interesting things he can bring yeah. to um, an Indiana Jones movie. So, you know, let's hope it can still make that you know twenty twenty one release. Date. Let's hope. Let's 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 cross our fingers for sure, and hopefully something happens. <laughs> um, yes, I, I hope so too. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Oh, you know what? I've also heard something more just besides all that indie indie five stuff. I've heard a lot of more interesting things. I don't know if you heard, but I'm you're hearing this directly from me and from the, from another source. I've heard that uh, that uh, Walt Disney Stu- or Hollywood uh, Disneyland Hollywood or Di- yeah. Disney Hollywood Studios is apparently this is just hearsay right now. This is not official yet, but I I read something on an article from um the Orlando from or the Orlando Post or what Orlando News or whatever. They said apparently there's gonna be an indie themed land in Hollywood Studios. I'm like, wait, when is, when is this gonna? Have you heard, have you heard that? Um, look, so that that rumor's been going around for quite um quite a while. And um, actually, it's funny. It's funny you should mention that because I got um, sent a few, um, you know, a few people sent me um, that um, uh, article um, mm-hmm. that recently came out with regards to you know the Indiana Jones land finally coming. Mm-hmm. And I had a look and I read the article and I thought, okay, well, because it only came out on the twenty fifth of February. Yeah. Um, and um, it's actually I'm looking at it now and it's had. Um, 832 shares so it's gone wow. you know, it's obviously gone pretty well for that yeah. person who's writing it however the source that they are using is the um, Orlando uh, Weekly oh okay story is from 2018 so wow. most people have just read that first story and said oh wow Indiana Jones is coming to that but they didn't look back and that the, the, the published date yeah quoting a really a really old article so <laughs> I wouldn't um, you know maybe it's coming to uh disney at some point but you know i don't think this is sort of old news so nothing to nothing to see here oh okay okay because i was like wait a second why am i reading something but then i, I didn't even know didn't realize what the published date was so you mentioned i'm like wow that's old that's old news wow um it is, it is yeah wow. it's, it's a whole thing you it's know funny. you just gotta you just gotta click a little bit further <laughs> I thought, well you know, I better, I better, um, because of, you know, I was getting ready for the latest episode of the show, so, you know, I've got to do my due diligence. Right. So, okay, well, let's, let's, let's dig a little bit, um, deeper mm-hmm. and see what, um, what happens. So, unfortunately, uh, I don't think it's going to fly at the moment, but I'd love to see an India Lane. Oh, that'd be great. Shoot. I'm to get to, try to get to the Disney parks every, um, you know, couple of years, obviously. I'm gonna yeah. Say, so, it's a bit more expensive um you know to uh travel over there but um, it's worth your while yeah when sorry i'm i, I meant to say it's, it's worth your while is what i'm saying it's, it's, it's be, it'll be worth it oh yeah oh absolutely i think it'll be fantastic so i'm trying to talk you know i don't think i'll have anything ready with the new um when the new uh star wars hotel um opens up that oh my gosh is that like the star is like like the the star the starland cruiser or whatever the heck it's called yes oh my yes. gosh yeah. that's crazy that's freaking massive like oh my god wow yes i know massive i, I can't wait for that so. i saw the um no, i didn't i didn't get a chance to go to a d23 this year but i saw a uh, coverage of it and it's like a huge like like a huge cruise liner i'm like oh my god that's how are they gonna I don't know how where they come up with these crazy ideas, but it's like, wow, that's crazy that they're actually gonna build that, and just wow. Yeah, I agree. Wow. And you just stay there for three days, and then you get off. So it is essentially a cruise that you don't travel anywhere. You stay <laughs> in your hotel, but um, wow. I think that immersive element's gonna, um, you know, 
take it off the charts. So I think it's going to be pretty Yeah, I think that's going to be interesting. Um, okay, so there's another... I, I, I've been looking for indie stuff, and I just recently discovered this. There is a indie fan film out there that was filmed in uh, New York City by a friend of mine. I forgot his name, but uh, he was on my show just a few days ago. He had this uh, indie film called The uh, Indiana Jones and the Secret of the Queen's Giant. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's really interesting, and I think you should check it out when... Uh, the Because this is just for me. You heard this from me. Uh, they're going to be releasing it officially, but they're like, they had some sort of like film festival or something like that. And the film itself is, oh my God, you have to see it when it, it comes out in a couple months and officially you have to go see it. Like I personally recommend it because they, they put a lot of hard work into it and, um, a lot of hard work. And I think they make a lot of interesting references to the, um, the different, um, uh, trilogies and with all the other stuff. Um, I would suggest you go check that out or at least um, ask around about it because it's a really interesting fan film and it's like, wow, it just blew my mind to how much work and dedication went into it and and just, I'm just, wow, another fan, a fan film that I have not seen nor I've heard of until I found it recently on Instagram. I'm like, oh, how interesting. And I mentioned the guy and he's like, this guy from New York and he's done a bunch of cool like, um, um, uh, well, he's like a disc jockey during like like for like a, for I think for like a side job, and then he does like indie stuff on the side. I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. And he kind of told me how how it was and how um, he was inspired by like um, a lot of of course the the films and the gear and all that fun stuff. So I'm like, oh, but I would suggest uh, personal recommendation. I would you uh, I would suggest you go check that out because I think you would uh, think you would uh, find that interesting. Oh, fantastic! Well, I do love uh, having made uh, you know Indiana Jones uh, fan um, films. Many, in fact, my first fan film I made on Super 8 back in, gosh, it would have been 1984. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Peril. Oh, that's cool. Time a long, a long time ago. Yeah. So I'm, I'm always uh, impressed by you know what um, you know filmmakers can do and, and how they can put their passion on screen. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's awesome. I will uh, absolutely check it out. Yeah, Thanks for sure. Yeah, no problem, Ed. Um, do you have any favorite indie films in just just hands down? What's like your absolute favorite indie film that you just you have to you, like if it's on happens to be on television or anything like that? What's like or if ha- if it's on you have to watch it or what's like your most favorite one you just can't stop watching if, or just if you it's can't? On, if it's on, yeah, if it's on, I usually have watched all of them regardless. But okay. my favorite is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay, is the first, and uh, I think you know it's pretty much close to. Like um, Star Wars, it's uh, New Hope. It's pretty much close to a perfect uh, movie. So okay, um, okay. You know, it's hard. To, it's hard to beat. It's hard to beat Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, let me. What else? Oh, okay, dude. Okay, so do you remember uh, talking about the uh, the the Disney exclusive Funko Pop? Right, remember talking about that a couple of weeks ago on yes, the Indicast? Yes. Okay, yes. I got. Uh, it's actually huge. It's huge. I I have not gotten a chance to go to the parks yet, but I had I had a friend of mine go over there and get one for me, and they're oh, they're super huge. They're a huge box. It's like they said it was ten inches. I'm like, wait, that can't be that. No, there's no way because normally the pops are like you know the, you know small scale. You know what I mean? But no, this 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 yeah. this sucker is huge and it go you know how much that goes for right now since they barely came out them today <laughs> they Not go much. they go for about 40 bucks <laughs> 39.99 that's okay that seems pretty that's not too bad i think if they're that giant 
I mean, I paid, um, I, I bought, um, I've got a smaller size Funko Pop um, uh, on order that's just making its way to me, which is just a regular size one. Which I one, did, which one did you get? Did you get the, did you get uh, the, which one did you get out of curiosity? The, I think that was the Raiders Lost Ark one with um, him holding their gold eyes. Oh, the 2016 so, STC exclusive? Wow. Yes. Those are yeah. expensive. Those so, are really expensive. So, wow. Oh well, they they they're back on the market. I got mine for uh, like thirty five dollars full up. So. Well, oh, that's not bad that at all. That's not bad at all. Yeah. So, oh. um, but uh, I'll have to check out because we've got um, the Australian distributors of uh, Funko Pop vinyls. Um, their headquarters is in Geelong, where I live here. So. Um, oh, okay. There's just about twenty minutes away. There's a huge warehouse filled with wow. Funko Pop. So. We're gonna. I'm gonna have to see if. Um, I think that large one is. Um, I don't know. It's a large one. Just a Disney Park exclusive. I believe. Like, I think. I think. I believe so. I. I could be wrong. But I think it's a Disney Park only exclusive because they came up with a bunch of other stuff too. So yeah, yeah. I think so. I'll have to. Well, I'll have to check it out. I don't. Not that I've really got space for um, a giant. Another giant. I'll send you. I'll send you. I'll here. Here. Tell you what. I'll send you a screenshot of what I of what I found. I'll send you a screenshot and then you can go on from there. Okay, I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, no problem, no problem. Um, how much time? How much time do you got, Ed? Because I don't want to keep you I've more got, than you have I've to. Got a, I apologize. This is going to be two minutes because we've got uh, the cast. We've got a um, we've got a show in the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. So, um, because we've got um, eight different actors and they're wow. all in different shows at the moment, mm -hmm. we can only rehearse like at nine thirty on a Sunday morning. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> for about an hour and a half. So mm -hmm. yeah, so we're sort of a. Uh, that's unfortunately so that's I've only got a few minutes left oh snap okay um okay just one last question and I'll let and then I'll let you go yeah. do, do your thing because I know you got things to do um did you ever consider doing like like now have you ever considered doing indie um, indie cosplay you ever uh, considered doing that or ever look into it I've gone um well I look I, like back back in 1982 i think one of the first dress-ups at school mm -hmm. i went as indiana jones nice so that was obviously you know not accurate at all <laughs> pre-internet you know how things are but because i do i'm, I'm a jack sparrow cosplayer so oh I'm nice like a fully screen accurate nice jack sparrow costume as for indie i ne i never did because i i mean i look i look like um i look like jack sparrow but um, <laughs> not so much um <laughs> I'm not, you know, six foot whatever, two or whatever, and I don't have the build and everything like that. But I have, um, I've got a, like, um, an approximate costume. I do have a West End um, Indiana Jones jacket. Nice. Um, which is pretty cool. Those are um, nice. And I've got a fantastic um, John Penman um, Everyman Indiana Jones fedora. That's nice, yeah, those are nice. Which is fantastic. And, and the rest of the, the rest of the stuff is, you know, sort of like, you know, the, the khaki pants, mm -hmm. you know, the boots, which all look for, you know, 90% of people looking at you, you go, oh yeah, you're Indian Jones, yep. but you know, for obviously the hardcore cosplayers, they're going, they're not, you know, um, they're not old in boots or that's not the correct, um, you know, yeah, they're all about accuracy. Or yeah. Or, you know, and so, um, so I've got an approximation of it, but not, um, not, not 
I haven't got a full um, Indiana Jones, you know, hundred percent screen accurate costume, unfortunately. Oh, that's no big deal. But the the only important thing is that you you show like the appreciation and the dedication. Like, oh, that's cool. Like, um, I, I want to wrap this up before I let you go. Uh, the guy that I mentioned that made the indie film, he went to a con in, in somewhere in New York, and he saw some guy. He had he like he had like John had like all the gear and stuff like that, and. Uh, but he saw another guy that that didn't have like you know grade A top quality stuff you know didn't it wasn't that but he had the you know like uh, all the it was pretty much stuff that was like inexpensive but then it, it's the fact that he and I I liked what he said about this it shows that you have the um, the the dedication and the appreciation for that character regardless if it's not grade A screen accurate you know what I mean it's like it's like oh yeah I. I absolutely agree. I think, you know, it shows you're passionate about the character, you mm -hmm. know. How passionate are you if you're going to go dress up as, you know, a character mm -hmm. and put yourself out there? Um, I think that's absolutely fine. And look, the great thing with indie, you know, pretty much anyone, you put on a, it doesn't even have to be an Indiana Jones-style fedora. You know, you, anyone puts on a hat like that, and automatically go, oh, you got an Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. So, you know. You're, you're already you're already halfway there. Mm -hmm. and if you can um, you know share that love of Indiana Jones through that, I think that's fantastic. Hmm. Okay. Um. I think that's all the questions I have for you, Ed. Unless you wanted to add something real quick. No, that's all good. I really appreciate the opportunity to have a chat. And, uh, I know we've been trying to tee this up for a while, and I was overseas. Yeah. Timing and things like that. So I'm glad we finally uh, got to. Uh, got to chat so um i appreciate the opportunity yeah no problem it's it, despite all the crazy issues i'm glad we got to talk as well you know hopefully if i end up going you know randomly going to australia we got to meet up or something or whatever you know what i mean we got to do something you know that, that would be fun that sounds that sounds like a plan always happy to um you know talk indie so uh, of course I, I do appreciate it all right, Ed, then uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you go. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time today. Despite, I have your spite being on a time crunch, I really appreciate it. I really do. <laughs> um, no, right. no, any, any time. And uh, hopefully, um, yeah, we'll, uh, I'll put a link up. I'll let me know when the show drops, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put a link up in our show notes. And um, if um, your listeners haven't uh, heard us, they can find us at theindicast.com, and we're on iTunes and all over the place awesome sounds good i will make sure to send that to you once it's up and uh i will update you when it's when it's up all right cheers take all care. right take care ed bye-bye bye-bye well that was a fun interview with ed dollister from the indie cast go check out his radio show the indie cast on the force cast he's got some really cool stuff on his show go check it out in other news in the, in the indie community, there are a lot of talk about Steven Spielberg not directing Indy 5. <gasps> oh my god. Shocking, yes. But here's the reason. Because nobody saw that coming first and foremost, but here's a, a director that Steven Spielberg is uh, going to, or not going to, but uh, might be replacing him. Um, his name is James Mangold. This director has uh, done... Ford vs. Ferrari, Logan, and The Wolverine. But James Mangold and nor Steven Spielberg have com have confirmed have not confirmed yet if they're going to be uh, switching roles and if Mangold's taking over or not. We don't know yet. We're still waiting. Uh, let's see what happens. But new blood for Indy would not be such a bad idea. I don't think so. I don't think it'd be bad. But that's all the Indy 5 news I have for you guys this week.
Now for the Rare Antiquities segment. Disney has now released their 10-inch Indiana Jones Funko Pop, which is a Disney Parks exclusive, unfortunately. But it's very large for a Funko Pop figure. Go get one if you're in the Disney Parks. Along with the new Funko Pop figure, Disney has also released two new collectible trading pins, but one is for the regulars and the other one is for the annual pass holders. If I was you and had an annual pass, I would highly recommend getting both pins. Eugene Shin has a new batch of Indie Arc artwork currently in the works, which is a portrait of, the Indian, of Indiana Jones in his professor outfit. And he might have a sale for the 25th anniversary. Who knows? Some stuff I got recently from Trevor Waldorp. I took, it took a while, but it's finally, I was finally able to receive these great items from this guy. A crate paperweight from 2008, which is a uh, convention exclusive. A, and a Temple of the Forbidden Eye 10th anniversary pin. Along with uh, some Indiana Jones Heritage trading cards. I've had some in the past. I got some from Ron Phelps. And then I got a bunch from Trevor. Thank you for those cards, man. I need to complete the collection for the rest of them. And finally, I w was looking for this figure for a long time. And he just announced it. And if you guessed it right, I just talked about it, you guessed it right. The 10-inch limited edition Indiana Jones Funko Pop Dizzy Parks exclusive figure. And oh my god, this thing is massive, it's huge, and it's heavy as hell. Now I understand why people don't uh, carry this in the park with them all day. Because first and foremost, it's a big-ass box, and no one's going to want to carry that big old thing with them. So the smart thing to do with that is to uh, get it when the park's closing or get it at, you know, towards the end of the day when the park is closing is the smart thing to do. Um, but it's worth the wait. But it should be available online on the Disney website. If you guys can't go to the park, it should be there. Um, how I got mine, I didn't go to the park, unfortunately. I'm not going till June. So I went on eBay and looked at looked up the, the the figure and all of them were you know from China. I'm like I don't want to deal with China, especially with the whole crazy crazy thing going on right now. Um. Anyways, uh, the reason how I got this Funko Pop is I found a local seller in my area and he was willing to uh, negotiate a price, which was a really good price because he the, the before he was asking was way too expensive. So I down the price to a good bargain and he was more than willing to uh, deliver my. Uh, uh, Funko Pop to me personally, which was awesome. I don't know what his social media is, but I want to tell him thank you for that. I really appreciate it. It's a great piece to my collection, but as huge as hell on my shelf. So I had to figure out where I'm going to put it and where it's going to stand and all that stuff. And that concludes the antiquities segment. If you guys have any antiquities or artwork or anything you guys want to put on my or want to put out there and advertise. Or let people know that you're doing artwork or commissions. Uh, email me at aristoty1999 at gmail.com. Or Instagram at RaidersMedia1935. And I will definitely put my put your artwork on my next segment. So I got another uh, character impression for you guys this week. This week's character, impre uh, character impression will be Satipo from Raiders. Enjoy. <clears throat> Poison. Poison still fresh three days. They are following us. Senor. Friend of yours? Senor. Nobody has come there alive. Please. We must hurry. 
There's nothing to fear here. So Woman Diablo, I'll throw you the whip. That wraps up this episode. Tune in next time for more indie updates and more nerd stuff. If you'd like to keep up with the show and its episodes, follow the podcast Instagram at Raiders Media 1935 or my personal Instagram at Hen at Henry underscore Jones underscore jo- Junior 1945. If you love indie and would love to be a part of a future episode, you can contact the show the, the host of the show, me, at A-R-I-S-T-O-T-Y-1999 at gmail.com. And happy 25th anniversary to the Indiana Jones Adventure Ride. May you give us thrills and chills. And stay ancient, Mara. You don't look a day over a thousand. And also, if you guys would love to get some merch, go to uh, my tea public at Dr. Jones 1935 where you can find t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, stickers, laptop cases, etc. You'll find all types of cool antiquities there. Thanks for listening. Until next time, my fellow treasure seekers, if adventure has a name, it must be Indiana Jones. <laughs>